Hey y'all, and welcome to this episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments, where we're having conversations like you would with your friends around a coffee table. We're chatting and listening and learning about topics that matter to us. So grab your coffee and come on in y'all. It's going to be good. Hey y'all, welcome to this episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments. This is the first, I guess, round table discussion. We're kind of trying some stuff out um, for maybe what's going to come up in season two. But we have a microphone in the middle of the table and I have two people with me instead of one guest. But they're not uh, strangers to anyone. It is my sister Kelsey, who was on oh episode two, three? It was early. It was early. First, You were the first guest. I think it was three. You may hear Callie howling in the back. She may make a guest appearance. <clears throat> or my child um, crying. Yeah, or because also in here is Toby, her husband, my brother-in-law, who was on this summer. I don't oh, know what episode was, it was. Yeah, it was the culture episode. Right, it was the, yeah, in yeah. leadership series. So yeah. today we're um, heading towards the end. It was supposed to be the final episode of the Appalachia series, but... As we were discussing to like prep to go into things, we realized we had a lot more to talk about <laughs> in Appalachia today. We've kind of talked about the history. Uh, we've talked about, I've talked about why it's important to me personally. Um, and then I was kind of hoping to do one episode to wrap up like, this is Appalachia today. But then mm-hmm. as we were talking, there's a lot to say about Appalachia today. Um, Kelsey's like, well, maybe we need like a good and not so good episode and I'm like well I also want to talk to mom and dad and like and anyone who knows me is probably not surprised that I didn't wait till the last minute but our schedules just kind of pushed us into the last minute so but yeah so we are recording this Sunday evening it comes out Monday morning so Zola may come in and have something to say or Callie may lose her mind and (laughs) as she is outside and drive my parents nuts so um there may be surprises throughout the episode, but we wanted to talk about Appalachia because it's where we all grew up, right? Yep. Toby's family, your family goes back generations. Yeah, I think we're, my family's, uh, I was trying to do the math, is six or seven generations yeah. deep Yeah. in Appalachia. Same, mine too. West Virginia. Yeah, so, and that's mine and Kelsey's as far as back as I can tell. I mean, it probably goes back farther. I've just never sat down and asked. Um to see what it looks like and that sort of thing. So um, generations back here. And also we're kind of the same area. Your generation, your family goes back in Barber County as well. So, which is what ours is. But Kelsey and I differ a little bit because we weren't born here. Right. Our parents moved to Kentucky um, after they got married. They were high school sweethearts, got married, moved to Kentucky. We were actually born there, but... As we know, Kentucky is also part of Appalachia. So, I mean, we lived in uh, the Lexington area, so it's not that that is different, right? Like, that's a major city, so it was different than living here. But um, as we were talking, it was just like there's a lot going on with how Appalachia made us. And so, first, I want to get you guys kind of saying, like, if someone brings up Appalachia to you, like, what is the first kind of thing you start thinking? Is it a picture? Is it a people? Is it a how you were raised? Like, what is it a culture? Like, when someone is just like, yeah, I'm from Appalachia. Or you're like, oh, I didn't realize you were from the Appalachian area. Like, 
what what is that connotation for you personally? I think for me, when I if someone were to come up to me and say like, "Oh, I'm from Appalachia too." I would probably instantly think of, like, the culture or, like, their family. Like, oh, so you have a big, large family. Someone (laughs) is a coal miner. Someone's probably in the oil field. Um, You know, lots of cousins and aunts, and you guys grew up together. You've been here forever. You grew up running around outside barefoot. Like, that's what I picture. Um, Honestly, I picture, like, less fortunate, too, you know? Or, Or I shouldn't say that, not fortunate, but less wealthy, I should say. Yeah, um, poverty. Yeah, some poverty, um, things like that. That's probably what would come to my mind first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and for mine is kind of the same idea. You know, you try to paint this beautiful picture of Appalachia, which, it, which it is. I mean, it is. It's yeah. a beautiful place. But um, I took a trip when I was in college to McDowell County and to see that how bad the poverty was down there. And we would stay in random people's houses like for two nights and I stayed with a family who used a bathroom in a outhouse this was 10 years ago right. six years ago yeah they used a bathroom in an outhouse they washed their clothes in the creek and it's crazy they still heated their house with a wood burning fireplace yeah and that was that's what I can remember it. going to churches that used like mm-hmm. the stove they used in the middle the stove. of the sanctuary. Yeah, they didn't have any kind of central anything. Like they had electricity, but they had an outhouse, and they had a central room that had a stove, and like that was a a functioning church. Like mm-hmm. that was yeah, like you said, within the past few decade or so. Yeah, and like with that family, I n- I've never met more nicer people. Than, right. Like yeah, they, yeah, they were awesome, but. Yeah, that's what, Dad, I mentioned something about poverty in Appalachia. Like, that's right. Like, that's well known, whether it's here or Mississippi or whatever, like, however that goes. And Dad made the mention, he was like, I just would, would we, like, by national standards, right, by, like, by statistics, it's below the poverty line. But, like, if you would talk to them, would they be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're in poverty. And it's just like that it does have a negative word. Right? Mm-hmm. Like when you think poverty, you're like, oh, you think third world or poor them or whatever. And it is sad, right? Like kids don't know where their next meal is coming from or they only have one parent in the house mm-hmm. or whatever. There, there is sadness and devastation to it. But also that family was together and they were doing the best they could and things were functioning and they you know, they made they, it work. They yeah, made it work. Like, like and they life. had joy. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, like, do you have to have a washing drying washer and dryer like to be successful? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all this like different. And I was like, you know, it's it's true. Like, I had learned the same. And I took an Appalachian literature class in college, and it was we learned a lot about like the what is it the Blair was it Blair Mountain. Oh, everyone who knows is yelling at me. But it's when the coal miners and where the term redneck came from. Like, it was a war that happened down there um, and how the union came about and that sort of thing. And I think it was Blair Mountain. And anyway, there's a there was a fictional book on it that was based on Drew's story that we read for that class. And I never paid that much attention to it. You know, it was a part of the history. But it was painted... Right, it was a, it was a, it was a war. There were battles. It was a battle, um, and that's terrible. And it's sad, but it was just like the, if you could see the, 
loyalty came from there, right? Like the way people came mm-hmm. together to stand for what they believe in. I think also when we say those things, people automatically think Appalachia. Like if you mention football in this <laughs> state, like you WVU. get WVU and you you get Marshall. Yeah. Down that, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if, I mean, <laughs> Toby's shaking his head. But <laughs> if something, if Marshall is doing something, if they yeah. go somewhere, like even though we're more WVU fans because our parents were there and we're closer to there, like... We're still proud of Marshall for that. Yeah, their when they yeah. do something, like, we're ecstatic because, like, they, it means something it's to like us. Like, we're proud brother. of us. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, like, yeah, little it's brother. like our little brother. Yeah. They're annoying sometimes, but we love them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we'll let them get away with some things. So, but that's, there is, and that's just sports, right? Like, yeah. if there's something else, like, when there, there was um, some people from, like, the archery team at WVU that made it to the Olympics, like, the whole state, I mean, People are getting up at crazy times and following things and, you know. Oh, I mean, there's loyalty everywhere. Like, the coal mining thing has been an eye-opener to me. Like, you and I don't have coal miners in the family, Mm -hmm. not close Close. to us. Yeah. Um, And, Toby, I don't think you do either, do you? Yeah. So, we're not Mm -hmm. a coal mining family, but I have a lot of clients at my work who, you know, they're the wives of a coal miner or, you know, brother or sister or or whatever. Yeah, daughter or Or they're miners themselves. I mean, I have men who come in there who... Our miners, miners themselves, and like that's a whole thing, and they're very loyal to each other. They're very, um, they're ready to go up in arms, like over anyone who doubts them or confronts them or anything like that. And I never really knew or understood it until I got close to it and had conversations with it. And I mean, I can understand. Like mining is a huge thing in West Virginia. Honestly, probably one of the reasons West West Virginia has survived. Yeah, I mean, the history, the history that goes with coal mining. I mean, the tradition that it brings. Like, the the reason I think a lot of the reason why we're the way we are today in the our culture is based on coal mining. Mining, yeah. And like, you know, yeah. that history. It's been through so many years of history, and um, you know, and that's just yeah when i think tradition begins when the sago mine happened that was a really big eye-opener to me of like i mean i was young but the sago mine explosion for those of you who don't know was when was that what year 2006 i can't 2006 i was was in in high school i was in middle school i knew that 2006 um but i just remember the whole community i mean we had people who died from this community people really close to us i mean people we went to church with their family and stuff and I just remember, like, the entire community coming together. Whether you had yeah. minors in your family, whether it was someone you knew personally, it was just, like, well, really the whole state, but especially this town, like, really came together, had memorials and stuff. And it was just, it's moments like that where you really appreciate living in a cultural, um, small-town life. Right. You know, even though Appalachia technically is huge. Yeah. Um, but to us, it's like the Appalachian that culture. Town. That's it's loyalty. Like, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're going to touch on this to where, like, I don't necessarily feel 100% tied into Appalachian culture. Right. Or um, there's some people who are, like, diehard, like, West Virginia is my home. Like, I love it so much. Like, I'm, I'm a country girl. This is it for me. Like, I've never really had that feeling. But... At the end of the day, there's so much love and appreciation for this area. And there's such an understanding that, like, if, God forbid, there were to be a tragedy in my life, I have no doubt 
that hundreds of people would come to my side just because we live here just because we're in the community not because they know me not because they care about me necessarily like personally right but just because that's what we do here right and I love that yeah well and I think that kind of goes back to Toby you were talking about like tradition um with the coal mining and that sort of thing and historically right we know coal miners came because mainly from immigrants like I mean they talked about that on the rafting trip we just went on mm-hmm. and how they would there was the Brooklyn coal mines and they were like free rides to Brooklyn and would like they thought they were going to Brooklyn New York and they were coming to Brooklyn West Virginia and that was along the the New River Gorge or the New River and that so you have all these cultures right of Irish and Scottish and I mean th- that's just during that time Ellis Island was mainly you know European and that sort of thing but like and you had I mean slaves that were being freed and coming because we were technically part of the union and so you have African Americans that were were free in West Virginia and this whole on their way to the north they would they would stay here and people leaving Virginia and coming over right so that was European settlers from years before coming and so you have this like melting pot of cultures Mm -hmm. that were kind of coming together and what everyone could agree on was like mining yeah mining (laughs) mining and like and if you know again anything about mining in the beginning like you were paid with company money to only buy company food and to only live in company housing and so you were kind of settled here and you had no other option like you Mm -hmm. couldn't do anything else and so therefore generations and generations and stories were passed down of like where you came from and and culturally this is what we do and so you just you do you have this like melting pot of different people but what it comes down to is hard working Mm -hmm. loyal people family it's of like a family union and when people think small town those are the thing those are the qualities so even though mm-hmm. you, we have larger cities still overall that that camaraderie that locking of arms and like going forward together dates back to the beginning of our state mm-hmm. and i that's what i love mm-hmm. i love that that's part of our family history and the the values that were taught to us, right? Because, I mean, I I can see that in your family, Toby. Like, I didn't have to grow up with you to see that. I can see that in your family now as their adults and younger yeah. kids are being raised. Like, and we see that in our family and talk about it. So mm-hmm. I just think that's so interesting. I think storytelling has kind of taken a back seat. Like, I don't know. But I think it's important. Like, I've heard a lot of people talking about, um, of course, with us being in the church atmosphere, they're, you know, they were talking about, like, we went to the, our funeral of our great aunt, and I realized I didn't know a whole lot about her, mm-hmm. but that's because stories, she didn't live here the last bit of her life, and so we weren't telling stories, and it's made me really be like, I want to ask more questions about my grandparents, and which our mom is good, I'm sure if your family is good at telling, but like, I know stuff about my grandmother's life growing up, because my mom would tell me stories and things like that. And I want to make sure we're telling Zola stories of things mm-hmm. like that and, you know, our little cousins and things. So I just think that part is interesting and in how it moves forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for years and years and years. Yeah. I mean. The, and who we are. 
Yeah, we went on a rafting trip on the gorge. And she's like, back when the coal mines first opened. And, like, here she is telling a story. And she's like, not from here. Yeah, she wasn't even from here. She's yeah. from, like, Vermont or something. Yeah. Just our, our guide on our rafting trip. Yeah. And she's still telling us stories. And I, I told her, I was like, you've taught me so much. Like, yeah. stuff that I feel like either A, I didn't learn, or B, I didn't pay attention to. Sorry, Miss Anglin. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, said, I saw something the other day. It was like, they didn't teach this in school. You just were talking. I was like, that was for my sister. That was for me. <laughs> 100%. Yes. All teachers would agree. But yeah, I think storytelling is a huge thing. And I think... This is kind of off the subject of that, but I think one of the things that cracks me up and one of my favorite things almost is that, like, if you ask someone from California or Washington or somewhere on the other coast about, like, when you think of West Virginia, what do you think? It's it's not what West Virginia is. (laughs) Well, not have an answer. So our Michelle... Mess texted me and had been listening. She was like, so surrounding like the West Virginia area, she was like, it's really negative. Like you marry your cousin. Like it's just the gross misinterpretation of who Appalachia is, right? That's the close. Like if you ask people from Ohio, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like close to us. She said like, then when you go out, she like was talking about further, like in Florida, somebody in Florida was like, oh, I thought West Virginia was a city somewhere. Like didn't even, she was like, no, it's on my license. I like, don't understand. Like, enough. do you not take geography? Yeah. Well, that was one person. Yeah, there's, but, I mean, I've, there's been a conversation that I had with a kid at camp one year that thought we were just Western Virginia. Yeah. That we were just a West See, that, part of Virginia. that just blows my mind. Right. Yeah. That's the whole nother conversation. <laughs> but also... The, then the further you got out, it was like, oh, West Virginia's beautiful. Like, you have ski resorts. Yeah. And, like, they talk about the tourism and the beauty of the state. And then she was like, and then she's been all the way, you know, over in, like, Washington State and things like that, um, traveling for her job. And she was like, they don't think anything about us. Like, yeah. there's so much between here and there. Like, it doesn't matter. She, they're like, oh, you're Kinda close like to D.C. Montana and Idaho. Right. And right. Like, like, I don't know any. Like, I, I can potatoes. find it in, on the map. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of us can find it on a map. Yeah, most. That, that's they're not me. <laughs> that's what they're <laughs> that's, saying, not me. Because they're not I me. can definitely name all the states, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you, people you, who are like, oh, I thought West Virginia was just a city right. or a part of. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not when the best. When someone says Maine, I know the best state. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm not the best at pointing it out, but I know that it exists. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you had said something that reminded me. Sorry, you were talking about like when they have something nice to say. Oh, I guess there was a movie. I've never seen it. Like the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia or something. And it's a terrible movie. Yeah. All the movies about us are terrible. Well, it's actually, I mean, it was like a real, it was like a real, from what I understand, it was like a documentary about a family who was in severe poverty and oh. severe. Like, I heard about that, and they actually didn't even live in West Virginia. Oh, see, I didn't but, know that. Yeah, no, but still, but when still, people watch that, I feel like that's, that's all the picture they think. They think. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. don't get me wrong, there are areas like that. And the thing, the thing that's sad is like what they're making fun of is their lack of education. Right. It's really sad, actually. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like there are areas in West Virginia that are like that. There are people who are really, really struggling, who are really, really in poverty. Right. With that poverty comes. Well, our 12-year-old can't go to school because we need him to work on the farm, oh, you know, yeah. just to make us three more right. dollars on the hour or whatever. And so there's a lack of education there, so we can't read, we can't write, whatever yeah. the case is. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of they, people think that that percentage is huge in yeah. West Virginia. It's the majority of the Yeah, state. it's the majority. Like, most yeah. of us don't have teeth or we don't because we don't have insurance <laughs> and we don't, can't, we don't go to the doctor or the dentist and we don't have... 
good grades and we don't have any money and like don't get me wrong there is that yeah. but I, I don't and think it's our whole state like right. people view it and, is. and I mean people are doing the best they can like they, yes they, and they, like those people are still wonderful like we said yeah. earlier and they're still living their best life and I guarantee some of those people have more joy right again what is success exactly like yeah so you know coming from the uh, school system and being a teacher you know we set success as graduating high school going to college but that's not always especially like what going back to what you said Kelsey about you know people around here there's other things that need to be taken care of than going to school oh my gosh yes and I and I it's just a way of life for some people that their 12 year old kid has to work on the farm so yes. yeah. who cares about passing math class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they know the basics. They can never run their books and mm-hmm. yeah. like the times. You could argue that the times are changing, and West Virginia or Appalachia is just slow with changing with it yeah. because there's so many things that need to be done here that can't just like with at the flip of a switch. It just can't change with. But we else. still need farming. Like we right. still need. Yes resource you know what I mean and that's just one example like we still need I mean we grew up you know down the road from a dairy farm like we still need milk to be produced like yes we it still has to be done and so you know there's still and granted it's not a small I was thinking the other day how people used to put like most kids probably don't know like what milk jars are like milk glasses <laughs> yeah. like remember in movies like they used to show like how you would switch out your milkman yeah. they don't know to them the milkman's a dude that comes to school which it they are but like mm-hmm. when we you know we all have a picture of that there's probably gen the next generation below us gen z may not know what that is now that you're talking about that is 4-h a thing right and it is. Outside of Appalachia? It is. Okay. So, like, they just had a big, um, there was a, a the fires out in California or whatever. Mm-hmm. One, somebody, an author I follow on um, Instagram had a friend out there who their whole, um, all of their homes had been destroyed by fire. It was, like, over 12 kids. Mm-hmm. And they all had to go to the state fair. That, or county fair, I think, that next day. And to sell all their animals and he did a fundraiser Aww. to be able to buy like their animals for like abundantly more than yeah. what they normally would have like instead of like yeah $1000 for their steer or whatever they got like $6000 cuz whatever it was they split it between those 13 kids however much he raised or whatever and so that was in California and that was FFA and 4H and so okay. yeah it's a it's I mean it's a it's a worldwide thing right because okay. they would have like exchange students and stuff that would right. come in so right. but yeah they I feel like that's the same 4-H thing is what I can credit a lot of my education to as far as um the I don't know history of the state the I mean, like, when you were talking about milk, that's what reminded me of it. Because I, I can remember going on a tour of a da- right. of the dairy farm so of the community. guy we know. That's yeah, what of it the was. Community, it, yeah. They taught you about your community because that's we didn't part have of what 4-H was. Yeah, no, we didn't. Our family didn't have a farm. Well, so remember, that's never... when we learned about maple syrup was from the polling. Yeah. And things like, like tapping trees. And that's, yeah, that's Appalachian crazy. culture. And it First wasn't... time I ever saw a horse. Right. And oh. that's... I don't know if it's so much that 4-H... Right? 4-H in California doesn't teach them about 
Appalachia because right. they're California, but about forest fires. <laughs> teaches them about their community. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and they're still selling cattle and things like that too. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's just, it comes back to, again, that, that, yeah, that, that small town community feel kind of coming together and that sort of thing. And I feel like, I mean, we talk about, you t- mentioned how, okay, so let's talk about a little bit about what are the hard things. I was just right? going to say, I feel like we're talking said, about it, all the good things. Right, which is fantastic. Yes, and, like, and there's a lot of them. There is a lot of them and like the pride we have in it. And they, um, but in that you mentioned like you don't feel like you always belong I can't remember how you said it but like you don't fit in here or whatever Mm -hmm. and I I can remember when I went so I went to college at Wesley and that's where Toby went and you went to do they call beauty school a trade school they should Uh, yeah I think they do okay I mean technically it is um but so you went to cosmetology school and in that um our experiences were different right very but so I met a lot of people from out of state and would talk about how like I had family dinner on Sunday afternoons and like that was very normal for us okay not family dinner with mom dad siblings we're talking about family dinner like grandma aunts aunts uncles cousins cousins, and like whoever showed up showed up Mm -hmm. if you didn't it's probably you had something to do but like and every table around us was another family we knew from the community right yeah doing the same thing every Sunday yes and so that was normal um, and I didn't, uh, college was not very far away, so I still participated in that. And so when I went to college and people were like, oh, that's what you do on Sunday? They're like, that's so cool. And I'm like, you don't do that? <laughs> that's not normal for you? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, so it was, it was really neat. But in that also, um, I learned other things about culture and people would be like, I don't know, it's just, I don't feel like you fit in here. And again... I think some of that might have been they had an idea of what yeah. I was supposed to be like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Being from West Virginia or Appalachia. But also, as I've gotten older, there's still like, there's just something in me that doesn't feel like I quote unquote fit in here or fit the norm. Um, yeah. I kind of had the opposite in my school mm-hmm. because I was surrounded by people from here. So I went to a beauty school 30 yep. minutes away from the house um, in Clarksburg. And all of the girls that I went to school with, for the most part, were from Clarksburg. Some part of Harrison County. Um, and so most of them, you know, had been here their whole lives. And I'm sure they had families of generations going back and stuff like that, too. And I still got the same response that I don't fit in here. That you you don't exactly fit in here. And... I could talk for days about how much I learned when I went to beauty school, not related to hair. (laughs) Um, Just culture shock for me a little bit. Um, But I never really understood what they meant. But I've recently started, um, I've had a few girls that I went to beauty school with, which has been eight years ago, um, start coming to me to do their hair. Um, A few of them. And when they come, you know, we catch up. It's so good to see you, blah, blah, blah. And they still say the same thing. Like, you always stuck out to me. Like, you were always so different. You were always so... I mean, they say really nice things. Right. Um, and the last girl that I worked on, she's getting ready to get married. Shout out to Shayla. But um, 
she, we were talking and I mentioned that like maybe one day in the future we would want to move like to a different state um, down south to like a beach town or whatever. And she was like, yeah, that fits you better. And I'm like, why does everybody say that? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. I just I just feel like you never really fit in here. Like you were never a country girl. And yeah. she was like, I, and, and she was with around me. When I was, sorry, the table keeps moving. <laughs> um, she was around me um, in beauty school and she was like, I can remember when you were dating the guy you were dating and like he was really country and like hunting and fishing and all that. And like you tried, but like we could all see that that just was not you. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. And so we kind of talked about it. And like I said, she said really, really kind things. But like I still can't really pinpoint why I feel like I don't fit or why people see that I don't necessarily fit. I don't know if it's because I don't have that country yeah. persona. Well, I mean, yeah, I would say that that's a big outwardly thing, right? Like, yeah. for me, I'm the same. Like, I'm not into hunting, fishing. Like, I don't mind to be outdoors, but, like... Yeah, and I like fishing. And yeah. I, 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 no. Not hunting. I do like no. fishing every now and then. But, I mean, yeah. Anyway, we're not going on that subject. No, but. I like I like being with people. So, if, yeah. like, all the people I'm around want to go fishing, I'll go... Correct. Like, I guess that's where I'm at too. Because yeah. that's the I like to just be with like my people. But if I get to pick the activity and be around my people, it's not going to be that. Now it may be or outside around a bonfire or sorry Toby a campfire. During <laughs> Toby gets mad when I call anything small a bonfire, which is fair because it's not a bonfire; <laughs> it's a campfire. But um, mad is a strong word. Yeah, <laughs> Toby doesn't get mad about much, uh, but you know anything in a circle like it's still that's still outdoors, you know. But yeah. to say like I'm gonna get up and go out all day to hunt or to fish, or, that's just not me. Like mm-hmm. that's not my thing. But when, to- I, go ahead. Sorry, I, and I don't like I don't want to. Good Lord, I do not want to talk about politics. But I feel like politically, the things that you see, the common arguments you see. Most of West Virginia, or at least most of outspoken West Virginia, has kind of a category that we they fit in. Yeah. And I don't fit into a lot of those things. Right. Not saying Even that, if you agreed or disagreed. Yeah. It's like became this whole thing. There's a persona that you fit. Yeah. And the exterior of our persona doesn't fit that. Yeah. Whether we agree with anything or not. Well, it's but, like so you're it's on just this like, side, or you're on the left, or yeah. you're on the right, or you're on the black, or you're white, or whatever. And... If you're on one side, you have to fit all of the things. You have to right. agree with all of the Check things. Check off all of them. And you have to feel very strongly about them. Yeah. If anyone knows me at all, I don't feel strongly <laughs> about anything. <laughs> I mean, other than, like, what I love, people and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, political arguments, political conversations, like, where I don't to go feel for strongly <laughs> about... Yeah, where to go for dinner. Like, I cannot make a decision. I can see both sides of absolutely every argument. Yeah. And feel it in my soul. Do you feel that too, Toby? Yeah. Yeah, I know sure. your personalities are very similar in some things. So. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, uh, yes, that I'm not very outspoken on just because I can't be, because I don't feel the same way as... Right, like, everyone around I, us. Yeah, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm surrounded by... <laughs> see, we told you somebody would come in. Come hey, on. Our, our visitor came to came see to say hi. I think oh, she has to go potty. She's going potty. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that. Sorry, yeah. Debbie. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, like, I feel like everybody that surrounds me don't necessarily th- see the same, same, they don't see the, 
the same as I do, I guess. They don't yeah. believe in the same things. Right. Or they're much more outspoken. I might believe about in them. I'm just not... <laughs> present it that way. at somebody. I'm just chill. Yeah, like, and I think I have a lot of those conversations with the job I do. Um, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm obviously a cosmetologist. And so, especially in the last year, two years, those conversations, it's like every hour there's a new person and COVID comes up or the election comes up or racism comes up or... Literally all of the things that are all over the, the news comes things, up. Yeah. yeah, school and everything. And so I have those conversations a lot. And not once have I ever gotten in an argument with someone. Right. <laughs> but also, when I say that, um, I don't want to say not once, but very, very, very rarely have I ever agreed with a lot of those conversations. Right. Um, I respect them, and they respect me, and if they don't, then we qu- quickly change the subject. Change the subject. But I think what I'm saying is, like, that is part of the reason why I think people think I don't quote-unquote fit, fit in here. In. Not only exterior, I'm not wearing camo, I'm not hunting, I'm not fishing, I'm not whatever, but not only that, like, a lot of my beliefs just aren't exactly 100% passionately the same. Right. Well, and so I think that comes back to, right, so that's why we feel like, People mention us being different and feeling different. Toby also, big hunter. Not, I mean, we're talking yeah. about outdoor yeah, things. Yeah, so I know so. we're kind of, yeah, when it comes to exterior, I'm, I guess I don't fit in either. Like, right. my family is very, very, very Appalachian. Yes. Like, <laughs> like it's. All the things you, know, you described. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like everything. Like, yes, well, farming. I mean, like, farming, uh, butcher shop. Lack of education. Lack I mean, far and back in the yeah yeah, yeah. Right. oh wow yeah like grandparents and older and and oh that's the same for our grandparents like, our grandma didn't finish high school till mom did <laughs> yeah so like so very very fits the mold of what you would say Appalachian on the exterior would be and I do not right. fit that at all I I do not like to hunt I do not like to fish that's what I like yeah I like to golf that's <laughs> I like that's, to watch and coach football. And, like if yeah, I like yes. I think that's I Appalachian. Like watch. I feel like that's Appalachian. Football is very Appalachian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's American almost. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, like it's almost to the point. It's almost with some of my like with my family where I can't have conversations because I don't know what they're saying. Like they're talking about guns and hunting, and, and I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. Like. Yeah, can I shoot that gun too? Like, I'll, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'll shoot it, but like, that's kind of where it's at. Stops. Like, when it's yeah, like, and like I can't talk to the them about thing, football like, because I'm a football coach, so everything I talk about is kind of over their heads. Yeah, and so I just Same. don't fit in with my over mine too. Yeah, and it's I think it's kind of what Kayla was saying earlier, like because you've gone hunting, oh yeah, and I fishing before doing, it, doing it, and but yeah. I think it kind of goes back to what Kayla said of like, really, you just went because you wanted to spend time with your dad. Yeah, or your brother. Sure. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to get out there and get me a big buck. It was like, oh, I can't wait to have this quality time with my dad because we don't really get it otherwise. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily that you yeah. were a big hunter. Well, yeah. And so I I think that that makes it hard for us to, you know, in this conversation because those aren't, that doesn't make us right and that wrong Mm-mm, or no. that this wrong and this right. Like, it's just like, these are our personalities that people see. Like, that's the exterior. and But then also the interior, there's something that just feels a little different. Yeah. And But I think it goes back to... But we still have the same 
values, right? Oh, 100%. like there's still that loyalty and there's still that commitment to community. Like we're still gonna show up and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And I, I also think again our faith plays a part in that as well. Like how mm-hmm. our parents raised us and the conversations that we have had as a family over the past years and how we're learning and being in whatever small groups or Bible stuff. Like we did Mm -hmm. a whole Bible study together a few years ago and that sort of thing. But like there's this community connection that comes down even into our family and Mm -hmm. the relationships we have. Um, We still see as much of our families on the weekends and, you know, Mm -hmm. do big family events and, and that sort of thing. But like it is, there is that, difference that people notice visually Mm -hmm. but that that's just our person that's just whatever that just happens to be us that's a terrible misrepresentation misrepresentation i wish taylor i told her i was so sad taylor was supposed to be here and she had to work night shift tonight and bad planning just didn't work out but like because she does love those things yes so she loves being on side by side rides and being out her family has a massive no farm. wait we didn't she- talk about side by side rides i am a side by side girl okay just, that is true i get, am still not get me in all the mud i'll even wear camo if that floats your boat like no. get me on a side by side ride no i'm still not but and yeah, Taylor's like still Appalachian. She's not from the yeah. same area as us, but she is from Appalachia. Um, and her family has a whole farm, and her dad has, you know, a massive garden as well. And they do hunting, and they're in Maryland, so they also do the crabbing thing. And, like, so they do a lot of outdoor. She has her own kayaks and all that kind of stuff. But then also, so she probably fit more of that mold, Appalachian-wise, and that sort of thing. But... You wise, she still sits with us and see that, yeah. you know, and so and her family is not even from the same community. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really interesting on how it translates and how people can look at the exterior and be like, oh, you fit in here. Like, yeah. whatever. I mean, she talks all about time of what was the like something around the saying it's like I wasn't born here but I got here as fast as I could like mm-hmm. she said things like that for like West Virginia Day and stuff you'll have to have like a part three with her <laughs> there you go because that would be yeah. interesting that she grew up and lived in Maryland and now she lives here and just like the similarities yeah the similarities and the differences because I yeah. know there are huge differences yeah well and she's she she and I have conversation a lot about the loyalty and the storytelling part of mm-hmm. generations and I mean yeah Again, we could go off on foster care. And, oh, like, I mean, yeah. there's just so many things that we can talk about in Appalachia today. But um, I think the reason, I guess I just want to say, if there's anybody listening who feels like they don't belong, I guess any, we're telling yeah. you this to know that you're not alone. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I do feel that way. Like, it feels yeah. kind of, it or, almost. Sorry, I didn't mean no, that. No, you're okay. I'm good. Or that, not that you necessarily don't belong. But or that you just don't have to fit the mold exactly to what's always been Appalachia. Like yeah, well, you don't have to have those strong beliefs and. And if you do, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like yeah. all the things, it, it's good. Like if you don't feel like you fit in. Yeah, yeah. I just feel understand like telling our story and telling how right. You know, and there's just three of us here in this huge Appalachian. <laughs> you know, three, right. Three of us here having this conversation, and the three of us just so happen to be similar in a lot of ways. Um. And if there are some of you out there who feel like you can relate to a lot of things that we say, um, 
you know, just know that you're not alone because it can feel lonely. And especially in this political year and stuff like that, like when everyone's screaming on Facebook their beliefs and you don't believe or necessarily agree with those things. Yeah, but you feel like you're supposed to because you, f- you line up everything else with it. Yeah, or you feel it. like you're supposed to because, or you feel like you can't s- disagree because, you know, your family is from here. It would be, and you, yeah, or it would be hard to go to Thanksgiving if you did. <laughs> yeah, or that. Or that. I guess just like, know that, like, you're not alone and that it's yeah. okay and, like, you can come have conversations with us. That we And, and mm-hmm. even if you don't feel the same way and you want to have conversations with us, like... We are conversation people. I don't want you to come and yell at me. I don't want you to come and tell me, like, you need to believe this, this, or that. But come and have a conversation, and, you know, we can get deeper into subjects that are touchy as long as you promise to be nice. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what, like, when we started this, I was like, we could talk about storytelling, or we could talk about the diversity and how it doesn't seem to be a lot, but yet we all came from different, you know, continent or you know yes continents Continents, even and but what's that look like or we could talk about the foster care system or someone even uh, I reached out to a teacher about West Virginia history stuff and she was like it's not really my strong suit but if you want to talk about like the drug epidemic or how we can talk better to teens in this area and I'm just like what okay yes like (laughs) like there's just so many things like and that's why there are I mean there's you know people on there's YouTube channels and mm-hmm. TikToks and all this kind of stuff that is just educating people on Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Educates me, but also like gives this breath of fresh air of like, here's the history, here's what we see now. Like, do what you want with it. And so that's what like it can be overwhelming. I'm so glad we started with the positives because it. I mean, there is so much good that has come from us and our families being from here. Um, but I think I can honestly say too, you don't have to be from Appalachia to have those characteristics. I think they're strong here. I think mm-hmm. people look on this area and they are strong here. But I also know that you don't have to be from this area to instill those values into your family or to be about community and mm-hmm. and to be loyal to people around you and that sort of thing. To be hardworking. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be a cultural thing but it definitely if we're talking about the people of Appalachia I think that is it's easy to point out that way so any closing thoughts remarks what's it Mr. Everson I always comments questions gripes complaints that's how you finish everything (laughs) I'll have lots of gripes and complaints (laughs) give me another hour I'll get really tired and I can just start laying them out but no I I guess I just want to make sure that it's understood that like I love this area. Yeah. I love yeah. I love where I was raised. I mean, yes, I was born in Kentucky, but we moved here when I was like two. Oh, so this is all I'm recently. Yeah. And this is all I've ever known. I don't remember Kentucky or North Carolina when we lived there, so this is all I've ever known and I would not trade it for the world. I loved growing up with my cousins and my aunts and uncles so close and my grandparents and I love Toby's family and how it's so similar to mine and how it's so large and like yeah. I, I love everything about this area, so I don't want to be misunderstood that, like, I don't belong here. I hate it here. No. <laughs> like, not at all. No. Like, not at all. It's just there's a difference, a clear difference to me between a lot of my neighbors and I as far as, I guess, the culture goes, the loyalty goes, and that kind of thing. Like, this so will always be home, but I'm ready for some adventuring. Yeah. And we'll see where that leads us. Yeah. yeah. Toby? 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to yeah, say Kelsey anything. Said, I don't put you on the spot. Did you see how he was looking at me? Like, he looked at me like he just fell in love or something. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah. still, he admires you. Uh-huh, something I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, you know, I, I guess ditto. <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. mean. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, I love it here. Uh, you know, if that's a, it's a great place to live. It's a great place to grow up. Yeah. I love the people here for the most part. You know, some of you guys feel my nerves. But, <laughs> but, I think that's everywhere. Such a world. Yeah. 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 Welcome to humanity. But yeah, I mean, it's beautiful here. You know the mountains, it just like enclose you, and it's just it feels like you're getting hugged all the time. Yeah, take that as good or bad. But. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you know some people don't like coming here because they feel claustrophobic because I've of the mountains? That. I've heard that. I think you were the one who told me that. Maybe it just blew my mind. Yeah. But I like was celebrities and stuff. Like, but through. I can imagine if like you grew up in like the plains or whatever. I don't, that's what like I wouldn't want to be out there because I'm like. Can you just see forever? Yeah, the world's like just, flat. It just out keeps there. going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's flat out there. It just falls off. <laughs> just, like, you just fall off into space. Just walk off. Don't walk too far. No. Yes. <laughs> oh goodness! All I, right, I have one more closing thought. If yeah. you if you guys like this roundtable thing, like, please let us. Know. Yeah, let us know because I I know if I was listening to a podcast, I feel like I would enjoy it, but I'm also not like everyone. So, yeah. but I feel it like we have so much we could talk about. I mean, in the, on this subject. But just on a lot of subjects. We have a lot of deep converse- conversations, and I yeah. think we'd be happy to welcome you in on this. Well, and that's kind of where this came from. That's why we're kind of, this is, if the sound quality is bad or whatever, if you have suggestions, <laughs> we are trying to figure out how to not break my bank, but or also. Even like, I think what would be cool is to have better. like prompts. Like if there's something that you. Yeah. Question yeah. and answer. Yeah, send us subjects. Like, I want you to talk about. Yes. X, Y, or Z. I mean... Or send us questions. Like, what do you think about her? I do think... Why this? After talking that we should have a podcast based around foster care. Oh, yeah. Um, that has really affected... This Toby's family. Toby's Your family. Life. Which has now affected... 6,500 kids in foster care right now in the state of West Virginia. Yeah, and yeah. nine of them are living in Toby's <laughs> mom and dad's home. <laughs> Who are now adopted. Uh, Tyler's almost adopted, but... Anywho... Um, I really think we can have a whole conversation about that, um, and I think we can have some really good guests. I mean, it's everywhere. Whether yeah. it's a kid who's been in foster care, a parent who has foster yeah. children, someone working in CPS, whatever well, the case may be. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was like, drug epidemic? Yeah, let's talk about Those that. Go let's hand go in hand. there. Those go hand Those in hand. Those go hand in hand. Again, and go hand in hand with Appalachia, not because poverty and because we got freaking tricked by Lots of drug companies. Oh, don't get me started. The medicine part in me will come out so fast. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're, so we're send at the us, end of this, but yeah, yeah, send us ideas and please send us feedback. I say us. I mean Kayla or us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Tommy and I are on socials sure. too. But um, because this was now. this this has got to be better than just hearing me talk. Like that's what I'm just. <laughs> well, thinking. you had like rec- voice recordings of other people and stuff. Yeah, but but, but yeah, I think this went well, absolutely. and I think I mean we know we could talk forever. Yeah. That's why this got started is because of the thoughts I have and the conversations that we have with people is like, I wanted it to feel like you had coffee around the table with friends and inviting into that conversation. So this is a preview of hopefully what season two will look like if that is something that everyone enjoys. We do this, we can do it with or without a mic. I mean, this is literally what we do all the time. So we can do it 
were recorded or not, but I'm just a little more filtered, I think. <laughs> I was literally just getting ready to say that. Not that I'm like cussing or anything, but I'm no, I don't, filtered as in yeah, we keep some things private. We don't need to yeah. put everything out there. So. Correct, correct. So all right, well, appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate you for for hopping on tonight. So yay. Yay. Peace. Peace out. Well, friends, I hope you feel encouraged and inspired today as we're finding how to navigate through life in the here and now. I would love to hear from you and keep this conversation going. Um, You can find me over on Instagram at underscore K-L-A-B or on Facebook there if you would like. Um, I will also tag Kelsey and Toby today. So if you would like to reach out to them on socials, probably Kelsey. Toby is not great on, on the Insta. And he's coaching football right now, so he's not even going to answer a text message if you send it to him. So if you want to get to Toby, let Kelsey know, and then she'll let him know when she sees him. But um, we would, like I said, please let us know on feedback on if this is something you've enjoyed, the roundtable discussion. Um, Like I said, we could have gone on for a long time. So, uh, But no matter where you're at today, I hope that you love yourself well, enjoy the day, and continue to be kind. Bye, friends. Thank you.